0: Hey Kate. Hi. We got a couple of pieces of business we should share with both listeners. <laughs> One of which is you might hear some rustling in the in the background of tonight's episode. It's not happening right now, but uh Kate brought over a puzzle box for the cats. And it's in this room and the cats are working at it. And uh I'll share what you said. Before the show, before we start recording, you brought over infinite jest for the cats. You brought over the entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They can't tear themselves away. <laughs> They'll never want to do anything else. So thanks for that. <laughs> we read, it is week nine. It's week nine uh, of 13.
1: many more weeks?
0: Four weeks. Four <sighs> more weeks after this. Right? That's math.
1: If I could force myself to, like, do, like, two sections in a week, I would just to get this over well, with. I don't think I can.
0: <laughs> you do? Let me know. I'll I'll double down with you. We read pages 612 to 685, and here's another piece of business. According to the Infinite Summer reading list that we are using, we are now 69% away through the book. Nice.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to let everyone know that I got glasses. <laughs> I
0: was like, <laughs> that's a, I was getting to it. I think that's another important piece of business. You got glasses does that did you, did that help you read faster this week? No, oh. no <laughs> Did you read slower getting adjusted to your glasses? Did it affect your reading at all in no. any regard?: No, they're very nice. They're very nice frames.
1: Thank you. Indulge me i it's It's not fun. Mm. With the CPS strike, mm. I need a little laughter, giggles to offset all that. Okay, yeah.
0: So how was this? How was this week for you? Um, it was a little hard with the CPS strike. Uh, Just logistically getting to read it.
1: Yeah, like it took me by surprise, and I had planned to read on a day but that then ended up being strike strike striking begin of
0: it was the striking day
1: <laughs> the strike i can't talk um yeah what did i think of it uh, i thought it sucked <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible i can't even remember the first half but i think i wouldn't have remembered it even if i had just read it because this other i just this other stuff is just awful and it's not interesting and mm. Nothing's happening, mm-hmm. and if it is, well, I I don't care. <laughs> so I, I guess t- I'm angry.
0: Okay, yeah, that's fair. I'm. Uh, I took a bunch of notes this week. I mean, so I don't. I I think one. The only thing I noticed. I have a lot of notes where I feel like in this section there's a bunch of stuff that. Moves from one, we've seen this a few times before, but a bunch of times in here, we sort of move from one set of characters or one concept to another without a clear demarcation. A lot of the book up till now has been like Steeply and Marath are talking into the desert, period. And then there's, you know, sometimes an explicit header break with a new date at the top or whatever, right. and then it's somebody else. And there's a bunch of stuff in here where it's sort of like, it starts out as one thing, and then just...
1: Yeah, things are starting to blend together. Blend together a little bit. So, oh my god, something might be happening.
0: Maybe? Maybe? <laughs> very,
1: very slowly. Ugh. I'm I'm even bored with how I keep having the same reaction to this book.
0: Mm. So it's not even an interesting disgust. It's just the same <laughs> tired slog. Tired. <laughs> tired of it.
1: Okay. Go ahead.
0: Which I guess is why I mean, for me is why we're doing this, and I'm sorry that I inflicted this on you. It's to it's to because I would have just quit. Right. I would have just quit. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: I wonder if I could have quit after I hit the after I hit the halfway mark. Cause I'm getting better as I age. I'm getting better about just putting a book down after fifty pages or something and saying, "'Nope, not for me. Move on to the next one, which I used to be really bad at when I was younger. I would read as soon as i start if i if I made it a chapter into a book, even if I didn't like it, I would finish the whole thing that I felt like I had to because I had started it and But I wonder if I had gotten you know halfway through and it just kept being the slog. If that's sort of a tipping point, even if I wasn't doing this, of like just the the level of commitment. So you're or, saying
1: that if you weren't doing this project,
0: well, yeah,
1: you wouldn't finish this book.
0: That's a uh, well, a yes, which is why I'm doing the project because <laughs> I've tried to read it before and and failed about 100 pages in. Okay. But then also, I guess the pure speculation I was wondering was. Like, my issue usually, right, is about the investment, right, is, uh-huh. is especially in the past, is like, well, I've, I've learned these characters' names, I've learned the setup, I have to find out how it ends. And I would, in, in the past, do that at 50 or 100 pages. And I'm getting, these days, for many books, I'll just put them aside and say, nope, not for me. But I do still have that care and invest, you know, if I'd gotten halfway through this, Like, I wonder if I'd be able to just... No, I wouldn't have. Okay. You would have slogged through. Oh, you would have bailed.
1: Yeah, totally. Hmm. No. Because I, too, as I get older, start just being like, this isn't worth my time. But I remember the first time that... uh, Because I... Yeah, you start a book, you finish it. Mm -hmm. And the first time I realized, like, oh, like, you can do that? Like, you can just not finish it? Not finish it. You don't like it? You know? Like that was kind of like, nope. so, yeah, those are our thoughts on that
0: mhm oh I had another here <laughs> I had another thought about finishing books and about slogging through a book and and I was thinking about the size of this book, and you're carrying it around. I'm mostly reading it here at home, um so i'm I'm lucky out, but I was remembering there was some trip I took uh years ago, and I took a book on the trip. And the book happened to be, like, the spine of the book was falling apart um before I got on the trip. And so I had the experience as I was going along. I decided that every time I would, every time I finished a page, I would just let it, let it fall out of the book. So the book shrank as I read it. And I was, th- <laughs> I was thinking of suggesting to you as a, as a, like... Making it through this book, possibility, of like as soon as we finish a section, just ripping those out. pages out, cathartic, and then cathartic, and it'll it'll help. It'll just save you the weight, and then of the book, them. Mm, you can do whatever you want. With them. Yeah, a fire pit, compost them, grow a beautiful flower.
1: No, <laughs> don't. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. Let's do it. Let's How? do the rundown.
1: How long is it? Like how many like is when there were a lot of parts?
0: I think there were a lot of parts. I
1: don't have
0: let's see. Much Well, the very first section you had finished last week, it was Gately's fight with the Canadians. Oh. So you read that last week. <laughs> For me, that was part of this week.
1: Oh well, we so can that talk was talking about that.
0: Yeah. I forgot about that. So that was I mean, exciting, right? Yeah. Dramatic, violent. And then even the aftermath was very exciting the whole notion of like let's get out of here don't involve the cops the security guard trying to um, stop them there was the great phrase about they sort of told um, already like go go exude middle class wealth at him or something oh yeah like you know that was a good technique for getting rid of a security guard so yeah what do you think about that From that whole thing.
1: Well, I read that the longest time ago. Uh, I mean, I couldn't stop reading it. Um, I don't know. It was just so interesting. It was fun. It was very violent. Uh, You found out that Joelle likes Dawn Mm -hmm. romantically. Yeah. You find out Bruce Green, is that his
0: name? That sounds right.
1: Bruce Green. He's a good guy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what else?
0: Uh, Gately recognized Joelle's voice.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That happened in that section. That's cool. Yeah. So, good job. You wrote one good action scene, David Foster Wallace. The next section was people... A whole thing about people going out to watch things being a thing that was happening I mean so you know one of his like oh. sociologically that people watch so much something 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 about like people w- work movie. from home and watch TV so much or watch cartridges that then it becomes an event to just go stare at something including the draining of a duck pond <laughs> yep <laughs>
1: Uh oh so do we ever find out what happened to the engineer?
0: Um was that's he in he here somewhere.
1: Was he killed?
0: Oh, at the end of Yeah, so at the end of this so this segues to the to well actually segues to Tyne who's the director of the the um unspecified services organization the basically the secret service or the, the secret police or whatever and then it segues to madam psychosis engineer who's out on a lawn and then gets snatched up by the wheelchair assassins yes and it just ends with him being up. swept up and taken into a van so i'm sure we'll find out but we didn't find out in this section um in this section <laughs> i wanted to read you a sentence um When the engineer is laying out on the lawn and stuff is happening around him. Frisbees float on the ridge behind the engineer's head, and four lithe boys on the ridge play a game with a small beanbaggy ball and bare blue feet. And I underlined that, and then I wrote, David Foster Wallace does not know the word hacky sack.
1: (laughs) I thought that, too. I
0: was
1: like, is that for real?
0: (laughs) Could ask somebody, David. Could have said, "What do you call that game you're playing?" (laughs) Because he, I know he saw somebody on a college campus playing that game, playing hacky sack. Well,
1: where did he go to graduate school? Or
0: (laughs) was the? I guess I don't know. I don't remember the whole story because he got into Harvard, but then also went into recovery right before he went to Harvard and sort of had to postpone Harvard. So
1: yeah, Cambridge, right? Hacky sacks, sham, all over the
0: place. Great. So the yeah, so Madam Psychosis's engineer is captured.
1: It's just riveting.
0: Yeah. What's going to happen?
1: What will happen next?
0: Uh next section is dinner and tennis. Steeply is here. I wrote down. Uh I had to look up what RHIP is. Rank has its privileges. Something about one of the kids having something. Uh And then there's a... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That's the big note I have there. (laughs) And
1: that's... Yeah, like, I don't think... Did we learn anything? I didn't
0: didn't write down anything. Oh, objects. I did write objects, exclamation point. I think we have a little indication here that much more than a kid's bed moving around, that there is a mysterious objects are being arranged in and and showing up in places that one would not expect them to be right something is happening with objects moving around on their own or appearing to appearing in places where they should not be and it's unclear whether they're
1: oh and they're saying it could be feral hamsters
0: well that's the speculation of the children feral feral hamsters
1: sounds good to me it
0: sounds great uh i have a note it, is Joel joelle might be disfigured so all the indications i think we've had recently is that she's i mean we, we learned that she took the veil of the union of the hideously disfigured to because she was too beautiful but then there's a uh this was after the girl this is from like Howl's perspective or from Tennis Teen's perspective, this was after the girl Oren had been wildly in love with and himself had compulsively used in films had been disfigured. Well, so maybe she is. Who knows? Who knows? I wrote down a lot of plot hard to parse in this section. I think there is a lot sort of happening, but I don't even I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff about the kids and what's going on, and
1: I don't know. It was a lot of boring tennis stuff. Yeah. Right? Hal starts to lose his edge.
0: Right. We're, yeah, we're going to oh, come. Oh, am I jumping ahead? You, just a little bit, but that's okay. I mean, it all mixes together. It's all the same section. Um, mash is the next thing uh steeply marath Ugh. and the story of steeply's father watching too much mash
1: thank god they finally parted ways
0: <laughs> and then they part ways at the end of that section
1: <laughs> it was that long.
0: matt uh, he watched a lot of mash and got really obsessed with it
1: uh so this is steeply's personal investment in trying to figure out the entertainment because he watched his father blah 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 blah, blah. yep that's what we learned,
0: yep, his dad watched a lot of mash i did I did write down a word here I'm, this is gonna i'm gonna dive right into this one bracken is a single word what was which that? that was when they were the sun is rising in the desert, and they experience brackengepentphenom, which is a phenomenon. When the sun is rising or setting, when you can uh, observe your own shadow on clouds because of the angle of the sun. So a person standing huh. on a mountaintop or something can see their shape as a gigantic That's figure crazy. on mount- on the clouds.
1: It's not that big of a deal. You found a little gem.
0: Yep. That's just a nice little word. Then we go back to Ennet House, two forty-five a.m. post-fight. Other people talking, people just talking. I don't even remember who. And there's a thing about a, a day. It's uh, Jeffrey Day talking about a horrible shape.
1: Oh, yep. His mental health. Yep. Issue. Hmm. Uh, we're we supposed to get something else from that.
0: I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Was the I guess it was actually I didn't hate it, I didn't know what it was for, but I didn't hate it. And the and I I bring I to me that's interesting because Um. Have you ever read the book? Oh, I hope I don't get this wrong like House of Leaves. No, there's a book that a lot of people love. <laughs>
1: flowers in the attic
0: um yeah house of leaves it's a book about a house where like a bunch of weird stuff happens in this house and like very explicitly like there's like doors that you can go in and you can go down these long corridors and like the measurements of the house don't match up like you measure rooms and they don't match up on either side and all this stuff it's like a horror novel like a but it's a very literary horror novel and i did not like it at all because it is full of the author saying, like characters saying, like it was the most horrible thing I had ever seen. My mind was broken by how horrible it was, and you're like, okay, but what? What was what was so terrifying? And they're like, the terror was what was so horrifying, and it was just very like people just saying, like I experienced a feeling of terror in this moment, and that wasn't, and that didn't convey any. It terror to me um and so this was a little was very was similar because he's just saying i felt a moment of i cannot describe to you exactly why this shape i experienced was terrifying but somehow it was just a little bit better done where i was like oh i believe that you i believe that the character yeah no, found it right. terrifying yeah i don't understand it But I do believe that you, that this is a moment that's seared in your memory. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so better than that other book I hated. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Now, Hal's losing his edge.
1: Hal's losing his edge. Uh, Lots of tennis talk.
0: Lots of tennis talk. My note here is, we don't know tennis. (laughs) Because he has not, he has not taught us how tennis works. And this section starts with just a litany. It describes a tennis match in excruciating detail. And we don't, I mean, I have no idea how to process it. It's all, he hit it high. And then the other guy had to hit it low. And then the other guy hit it low. And then he hit it high. And then he ran over <laughs> and he tried to get it, but he didn't quite get it, but he hit it high. And then he hit it far. And the other guy hit it near. And then he hit it near, and then the other guy hit far, and it's like four pages of that. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I, you haven't taught me what I should be looking yeah, for but in like, tennis.
1: That's the whole book. He's keeping you off kilter. Like, it starts the book like that. So, I appreciate. <laughs> I feel like I cut you off.
0: No, you should. You should just cut me off. <laughs> I'm just.
1: I guess I'm just yeah, I'm not surprised. I don't even remember what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> and this is a section that jumps around a bunch. Cuz my notes here I have all these little um little arrows like we go from I we don't know tennis to Gately to Poor Tony Krause to Pemulus and Stuck to Steepley's car to Tavis to Oren back to the match. Yeah. And then Steeply and DeLint having a long conversation about DeLint is one of the coaches, yeah. instructors at the at the place. And he's telling him why, uh, telling Steeply why he's not going to be um, allowed to talk to any of the, uh, to Hal or any of the other kids. And talking about tennis celebrity and what celebrity does to people.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. Uh it was too long an explanation. We get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the section where the boys are under the tunnel? Or was that after that?
0: Uh, that's after that. What do you have to say about that? Cause I should, if you have something to say about that, let's jump in on it. And then we can come back to the other stuff. No, I don't. Mm. <laughs> uh, we have letters. I'll tell you something really nice about the letters. You wanna know something nice about the letters?
1: They trick you into thinking you have big open spaces of pages that you don't have to read. Yeah.
0: Except then yeah, then there's an end note that expands on one of them. <laughs> but I was really it was really exciting to read like seven words on a page and be able to turn the page.
1: That end note was actually really good. Hmm. It had a really funny tone of voice and you learn a lot about Oren and Avril and this very from an outsider's perspective how she acts towards her children which was interesting.
0: Hmm. I wrote down here blame the mother question mark to to check in with you whether you minded the section. So
1: yeah, I'm thinking about it a little bit. It's getting very I mean it's heading there. Of course, I, don't know, I have to think about it some more because like all of her like all of their grievances with her are uh, like emotional mm-hmm. like she's too nice but all their grievances with their dad is that he was an alcoholic mm-hmm. that's always going to be something I don't know
0: okay I'm just yeah.
1: w- I'm just wondering if they're gonna weigh her more than their father's influence mm-hmm. I guess is what I was trying to gauge in my head. Thinking while talking. Sure.
0: (laughs) Trigger warning, content warning for animal cruelty. There is a...
1: Which we don't get.
0: Well, yeah, he doesn't give us a content warning. But there's a a dog that gets strapped, tied up to a car and killed. And I looked it up. And that is from National Lampoon's Vacation, which came out in 1983. Like, That's a plot point in that movie. In this did book, did you
1: remember that? And then just had yeah, to I was like, it? I had to
0: confirm which came first. And I was like, that's <laughs> that's from a Chevy Chase movie.
1: <laughs> hey, wait a second, that's not right.
0: Tennis boys are in tunnels, which starts on page six hundred and sixty-six. Oh, yeah, you noticed. I did yeah. not notice that. Well, I write down, <laughs> I write down pages to keep track of where I am in my notes, in case I want to look it up. Smart. Well, because I'm obsessive. Um, what did you, yeah? So you want? What did you want to say about the tense boys in the tunnels?
1: No, I was just proud of myself to remember something. I was like, oh yeah, like when the boys. Oh no, nope, Yeah, something nope, happened.
0: Nope. Boys in tunnels.
1: Uh, they found a refrigerator full of old food.
0: Yeah, yeah. That kept that section kept tiptoeing up to stuff that I thought might connect into other stuff and then not, right? There's so many things they could, like, they found, like, they would, they passed by, and maybe this will come back, because sometimes it takes 100 pages to get back to a scene like this, but um, they passed by cardboard boxes overflowing with cartridges. So you're like, oh, is there a, is there, a, is a there an stray. infinite jest, a stray infinite jest in one of these things? But yeah. they just walk by it, so they don't even pick any, nobody... Picks one up and puts them in their pocket or anything. Hmm. Um, the refrigerator, I've been thinking a lot about. Um, kind of waiting for it to come back uh, in some fashion. How you remember as a as a kid um, uh, stuck his hand in in some sort of mold mm-hmm. and then and ate it. And like I'm waiting for that mold to come back or something to do something. So they're down in this. Basement, and I'm waiting for one of them to stick their hand in some mold or something, and that never happens. No, no, nope. so <laughs> they just find a stinky refrigerator, right? So that's kind of it. it. Um, more of Stice and Howell's match, and now Steeply talks to a a French woman, a, Quebe, a Quebecois woman. Um, there's a lot up here about her phrasing. Of her French slipping between Parisian, Parisian French and Quebecois French. Yes.
1: Because she figured out that he wasn't a woman.
0: Yeah, she figures out that he isn't a woman and isn't... and
1: Not a reporter.
0: Not a reporter, but then... I, I guess I wasn't 100% following whether she... Was whether Whether she's... Yeah, who she would be a spy for. Whether she's supposed to be Canadian but is actually French or supposed to be... French, but it's actually Canadian. I couldn't quite follow that. (laughs) Like the the stuff about how her.
1: Yeah, I guess I just discarded those little things as pointless information. Mm. But because like, I don't
0: know. All right. I I mean, it's hard to concentrate when there's a cat being this cute in the middle of the table.
1: Well, I have been a hand pillow.
0: Mm.
1: Can I tell you, can I do a quick aside? Of course. You can edit this out. No.
0: This is what people come to. This is why people listen to the podcast. They don't care about the book.
1: While we were talking about this, my mind wandered a little bit. Okay. (laughs) And I was thinking about your cat. And I was thinking that um, all three of them should have been black. Mm. Right? Right. They are siblings. Was so mischievous that he ran away before they could paint him black. Aww. So that means that the black ones are actually. Orange
0: underneath. Oh, okay. That's really cute.
1: That's my theory.
0: Well, that's a great theory.
1: Right, buddy.
0: He is mischievous. He's a rascal. He is a jerk face jerk.
1: You're a rascal.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's also got very sharp claws. Uh Maddie Pemulus. Have we ever met Maddie Pemulus before? <sighs> One assumes from the last name that he's related.
1: No, we haven't. We okay. have not. And
0: so Maddie Pemulus is a street, prosti- a street prostitute. I don't know why I specified both those words together, but that's I mean we well, don't
1: know if she is a he's a street.
0: Well, it's very explicitly said somewhere in here that Maddie is a is a prostitute. Yes. And then, oh yeah, I guess we don't know these on the street, but but he's but but he's like we he's associated with or he knows poor Tony Krause. Right. Um. So this is a soup. This is a content warning for child sexual abuse. We get a very
1: I have such issues with stories that throw in molestation of children
0: mm-hmm.
1: or rape. Mm-hmm. Like like how like is he such an important character that we have to understand this thing about him? Like this is like a way of explaining his character and motivations that we have to do that it just always feels very like for shock
0: yeah that's a huge question of like what is he trying to do here is he trying to is he trying to shock us there's like a number of times i've said like that yeah it really feels like he's with a bunch of these things he's just trying to say like life on the streets is real hard man you don't understand let me tell you how hard it is sometimes when you're a little kid you get molested That's how hard it is. And let me, in case you don't understand, let me explain to you in great detail what being molested as a kid looks like.
1: Yeah. Is there any... Would would my opinion or your our opinion change if we knew that he had, like the writer had been molested? And this was not, I
0: don't know. Yeah, I guess that's...
1: cathartic for him or personal in some way?
0: And I guess I'm trying, I I mean, that ties into what I was about to ask is like, is there any charitable way to look at this, right? Of like, could, what good intentions could he have had that would have him writing this section?
1: That's a good way to put it.
0: I mean, and that's a question. Like, is it, is it something personal to him that he's sharing with us? Is it, are we, here's a a question that i don't really know sort of the the time i'd have to think about the timeline of this sort of thing is there very definitely was a period of time when child abuse and such was not talked about right it was happening we know it was happening but it wasn't talked about right so a book might say might just um gesture at you know so oh his father was was mean to him and now he's a prostitute, right? And, mm-hmm. and sort of hand wave over it and not dive into it. Is he being, is this from a period when it was very, you know, like, I'm going to pull away, pull away the blinders and show you what life really is like. We have to talk about this because it's happening. Right. Like, are we, you know, it's been talked about and talked about so much that we're like, please, we know it happens. Please don't shove this detailed description in our face. Right. I mean, I'm not sure that this description here, even in that sort of like you need to, you need to confront that this happens, I don't know that we needed
1: I didn't the, even really read it. Hmm. I started reading it, and then I kind of was like,
0: ah, no, so so I mean, I don't have any answers, but yeah, it just really kind of turned me off. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's what we read the, that's what we read.:
1: Next week will be better.
0: Next week has to be better. I hope. Any 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 big sum of thoughts <laughs> for this week?
1: Ugh, no, I no. was not inspired for any new products. I didn't have any words or... and I mean, I like that one end note. Hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's easy peasy. Next week, we are going to read... To page 759. We're going to do it. it, it You're Put your bookmark over. in right now.
1: Oh, God.
0: We're going to do it. We're just going to read to page 759. Be no problem. And we have four weeks left. And you took your headphones off. We're done.
1: Oh, are we not done? We're chit chat. I thought you were chit <laughs> chatting me.
0: I was chit chatting you out of the show. Oh, okay. Thanks to Noah for that. <laughs> No, Jennings for (laughs) the music, Dave Stinton for the name. Thanks, David Foster Wallace for writing this huge book. Uh, See you next week.